Good morning, Austin, Texas. Listeners worldwide, you are tuning into Roster Watch, bringing you everything fantasy football. Fantasy playoffs. We're in the thick of it. Things are getting real. I'm sitting here with my friends, Byron, Lambert, Alex Dunlop. This is the Trash Man. How are you doing this morning, guys? We're doing great. Hanging in there, Trash Man. Good morning, Austin, Texas. So, I don't know if you listeners have been paying attention to what we've been saying on the show, but you need to go to our website. Why did I need to go to our website, guys? Well, it's easy, and I can think of a million different ways. I can sit here <laughs> talking about it all morning, but that's not what we're here to do. Basically, we're as far as our rankings, we're top 10 in the world currently since week 7 in our inclusion on the Fantasy Pros Network of expert featured contributors. We have a prediction, a prediction accuracy yield that has us in the top 10 of the field of the top 76 experts worldwide. This includes ESPN, CNN, SI, Yahoo, everybody who you go to for your Roto fantasy World. advice. Roto World. We're beating them all. So go to rosterwatch.com. Check us out there. As always, we're going to start out today's show with Byron taking a spin around the fantasy planet. Don't get too dizzy. Good are, morning, fantasy important. footballers. <laughs> it's a great day today. Anybody who's still left in their uh, playoffs are now in the semifinals in most leagues, so it's a big, big week. We've already got a little bit of hay in the barn with two really crappy teams from Florida <laughs> losing in prime time. Yeah. <laughs> um, Roddy White owners are ecstatic. They got a great start to the week. Me included. Uh, if you had Matt Ryan or Atlanta defense, you got like a nice 20, 22 pointer out of those guys. And then obviously, uh, Tony Romo with a, a great performance last night, and then a lot of solid contributions from all the skill players, Felix, Dez, Miles, Robinson, everybody got involved last night. Um, I think it's safe to say that not too many fantasy owners still involved in the playoffs were starting Josh Freeman. <laughs> oh my lord, that was, that, that was terrible. Just as the trash man predicted on the phone to me last night... Um, Putting Legarrette Blunt into my lineup, my y- your pants start to feel real heavy, and something starts to smell real funny. Yeah, it it's it, it's it, hey, and it, and I know it's Christmas time, but we're not talking about a lump of coal. <laughs> anyway, you know when they get behind, when they get behind. All right, guys, um, we want everybody to get out to Planet Fitness Austin. They are the best gym in town. PlanetFitness.com. It's the judgment free zone. They have uh, five great locations. It's where Roster Watch puts its workouts in, and we want everybody to get out and go pay those guys a visit. Uh, they've always got holiday specials going on and memberships as low as $10 a month. All right, let's hustle. Miami versus Buffalo today. Uh, we all agree Reggie Bush is, it smells like this is going to be a nice big Reggie Bush type game. Uh, Anthony Fasano has the number one matchup in the league for tight ends uh, going against Buffalo. Uh, guys, is there anybody that you guys like on the Buffalo side this week? I always like Steve Johnson this week. I do also like Brad Smith and David Nelson for serviceable production at the wide receiver position. I mean, I think you can roll with uh, CJ Spiller if you got to. You know, I think he, I think he's a nice little flex for you. All right, we got Seattle at Chicago. Um, I think the stock on Marshawn Lynch goes down just a little bit this week. He's still you still got to play him if you have him. I think it's a little tougher matchup. Uh, Marion Barber, a couple big mistakes last week, but uh, he's been pretty solid, so you got to keep him rolling. Um, guys, is one other thing I've noticed is that uh, it looks like Doug Baldwin once again, like early in the season, has he reemerged as the 
as now the receiver to own in Seattle if you're in a pinch? I still think Golden Tate is the guy there. Uh, they tried to get him involved last week. Um, they weren't able to as much. Doug Baldwin, a lot, you know, part of the big game he had was, you know, defensive, you know? He, well, yeah, he has the block kick, and, but for me, you know, if it's a big play wide receiver, I, I kind of like, that's the kind of thing that gets you in the coach's good graces whenever you're that good in all, in all phases of the game. Uh, to me, that just kind of helps you to heat up. If it were me, I'm almost kind of leaning towards maybe I would like to own Baldwin a little bit more at this point than than Golden Tate. Just for not that I think that he's that much better of a prospect, but just it seems like he's got the I guess not the hot hand, but just kind of the you know the hot receiver gloves right he's, now. He's been a little more reliable at a few different points during the season, and uh, it definitely seems like he he was a little bit hot, on a little bit of a hot run here uh, with that last game. We got Tennessee uh, in a division game at Indianapolis. The only guy I really like in this game and actually love is CJ2K. Is he going to unleash today, fellas? Well, let's not call him CJ2K just yet in case he has... CJ1K? In, in, case, in, in, in case he doesn't get 800 yards yeah. rushing today and then again next week. But. He's like a box of chocolates, you know? You never really know. So what you guys don't love him at Indianapolis like I do. No, I mean we love him. What do we have him number three, number four overall in our rankings? I mean, you know, we like him a lot. But and and it's a and it's a great matchup. It's top top three matchup on the season. Top three matchup last five weeks. Top ten matchup last three weeks. So it, it, with CJ, if you've been playing the matchups and you've been starting him against the bad, you know, rush defenses. If you've been starting him against Carolinas, the Tampa Bays, not starting him against the Atlantas, you've been doing pretty good with him. Yeah, he's looked good lately. He's helped a lot of teams out who held on to him or against, traded for him midseason. Against bad defenses. And this is a bad defense. Well, what what about Indianapolis? I mean, is there a silver lining there right now? Is there somebody is there somebody you might be able to roll with and uh at least, you know not in my opinion. Take a shot with this week. Jacob Tammy, if you're in a real bind at tight end. I like I kinda like Pierre Garcon. Uh, Garçon. He said that with a real French <laughs> he accent. Does. He does. Garçon. Dwayne's a bit of a French man. A little bit. The, you know, you could you could say my last name is Colbert. Colbert. Although until the TV show, nobody called me that. Anyways, I like Garçon Orlowski. He loves Garçon even more than I do. So if Garçon's a player that you have on your team, you have on your bench, this might be a week to roll him out if you got to. J'adore Pierre Garçon. <laughs> you, heard, you, you heard it from the trash man here first. Uh, so the one other thing I would say in that matchup is I feel like a complete donk for swindling myself by sitting the Atlanta defense on Thursday night. But in a pinch, I have Tennessee at Indianapolis. Uh, all the experts agree uh, on the Fantasy Pros Network that that, that is the best option that I had left um, in the in, like number nine, I think, for defense this week. They've had a few big games, so I'm Hoping for that. Uh, Give us a call, 447-ESPN, or text us, 337-ESPN. We want to help you out this week. Our rankings are good, and the Trashman has a lot of great advice. We need to make sure and help you get all your best lineups and get get a win this week because you don't want to be playing for third place money. You, you don't make... want to play for that third place you... money. Hey, third place is the not even, that's the second. Loser. Hey, it's the war. <laughs> it hurts. You want to feel like you're on a free roll in the final week. You can then things just shake Sit out. They shake out. Sip, Put your smoking sip, jacket sip, on. Sip, sit back with your smoking jacket. Act like the freaking. Kind of twirl your hair around a little bit. <laughs> Commando in your robe. All right, so we got Cincinnati, and we've got St. Louis. 
Now, something I noticed looking at the matchups is the Cincinnati pass defense has been on a downward spiral the last five weeks, and specifically the last three weeks with the loss of Leon Hall. So I'm, I think Brandon Lloyd has a chance to have a good matchup here. I also do like Cedric Benson and Steven Jackson this week. Completely agreed. Love both players this week. And Brandon Lloyd is Spider-Man and always a threat to be going off. Yeah, A.J. Green, I don't think he's going to have any trouble this week. He, he might actually get more than his four targets that he usually does, and I'm a monster. I like it. Ladies and gentlemen, this is an NFL Sunday. You are listening to Roster Watch. Uh, check us out at rosterwatch.com. Follow us on Twitter at Roster Watch. And give us a call, 447-ESPN-447-3776. Streaming live at ESPN Austin. This is 104.9 The Horn, Austin's FM Sports Talk. And AM 1260. And we're back! The epic theme music can only mean one thing. This is Rosterwatch. We're brought to you by Rosterwatch.com. We are streaming live on ESPNAustin.com. My name is Alex Dunlap. I'm here with Byron Lambert and the trash man on the other side of the glass. As always, our producer and good friend, Mr. Eddie Cross. Eddie Cross. The Oilers cap. The Oilers cap a, today. A dope-looking Oilers cap. He I don't. I don't Sam heard dope. I don't think he, caps are pretty dope. I, think. I don't think he wanted to wear his bat, his his Bears cap this week after getting <laughs> T-bowed. Shut up, Chip. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so let's hand it back to Byron and get to some of these matchups. But one more time, I want to give you guys the phone number. It's four four seven ESPN four four seven three seven seven six. Or you can text us your questions at three three seven ESPN three three seven three seven seven six. Well, I am now officially awake after Alex's intro. We turned it up a few decibels in here this morning. It's a big week. Got big to, week. I think I peed a little. You got to you got to turn the volume up this week. So we got New Orleans traveling up to Minnesota. I have my Saints shirt on this morning. Adrian Peterson is back. So, so how does that vote on a guy like Percy Harvin? I, at this point, I think it takes a little away from Harvin, but Harvin's on a roll, and he's just right. getting a lot of act, a lot of design plays. And you would feel like if Adrian Peterson is in there, and if he's playing this the the role he's saying that they're going to play, like he feels like he's eighty five percent, so they might hold him back a little bit. Still having a guy like AP in there to put a spark to your offense, I think that that's only going to help a dynamic playmaker like Percy Harvin. It's just going to give him more opportunities. I'm not going to downgrade him. I really like Drew Brees this week. Uh, I think if you're in a pinch. You could consider playing the New Orleans defense. The Lions defense had a big game against Minnesota last week. I think there's some opportunities there. Uh, Might be marginal, but it's worth a look. And then wide receivers, trash man, this is your territory. I'm curious, what's the outlook for like Graham and Colston in this game? You see both of them having a big game this week? or I do. I mean, Graham's a target monster. He had back spasms last week that um, plagued him a little bit. He's practiced all week. He should be good to go, and he's going to get the targets. Whereas the Colson, I mean, he's a guy, even if he only gets, you know, four targets, he can make something make something big out of him. So I think both of them are guys you can roll with this week confidently. And then we've got a big, big NFC East game this week, especially the Cowboys keep the pressure on with a win last night. The Giants need to stay the course and get a win. 
I have a sneaky feeling the Redskins are going to beat New York today. I think it's going to be a tough, tough game. Um, Dorian is elected to sit Des Bryant last night because he has Santana Moss in his lineup. We we like the upside there. And then there's still question marks about Ahmad Bradshaw. What do you guys think about this NFC matchup? I think the Rex Grossman, you know, since they've had him, took him out of a few games, he hasn't started his decline yet, so he can still throw the ball around. I think Santana, Santana Mastrobar, Gaffney, they could both have a... Santana Mastrobar, Gaffney. <laughs> it's a mouthful saying both of those names <laughs> consecutively. But I think they'll both have good games. Jabbar Gaffney, he's basically playing the Fred Davis role. Santana Moss, number one wide receiver for Redskins. Yeah, the 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 Giants uh, the Giants today are six and six and a half point favorites, and you know my play of the day. If we ever you know talked about gambling here, which we don't condone, but uh, <laughs> if we did, I would really really love Washington plus the uh, plus plus the six and a half points. Um, New York Giants present a great matchup, literally across the board, across every position. They are a top five matchup. I love Grossman this week. I love Roy Hulu this week. I love Santana Moss this week, and I love Jabbar Gaffney this week. On the Giants' side, I love Eli Manning, and I love Hakeem Nix because he's going to be on D'Angelo Hall, and Eli's going to be picking on him. Eli Manning's really been the only reason that the Giants have stayed in these past few games. Their defense has played horribly. Yeah. Elmo playing the best he's ever played. The book on him was usually great start to the season. And then just crap the bad late in the season and a real pee pee look on his face <laughs> after games. Talk, the, talk about the force, you know. The people talk about Tim Tebow. Oh, I, I couldn't back. believe this one because I you, you've seen this developing all year. When I saw heard them say yesterday, there's four quarterbacks on pace to break uh, Dan Marino's season all uh, all time season season uh, season yardage record. And I thought to myself, I said three. I I mean I four. I said I know three. Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. And Drew Brees. I said, who's number four? And then I looked down, and it was Eli Manning at the end of that list looking to be on pace to break the Marino passing record. So well, that's just crazy. Well, there, He's well, clutch. There is, only, there is only one bar in Austin that is on pace to break any sort of record in my mm-hmm. book. As far as the warehouse district... We're talking about we're talking here about Ten Oak as we, as we do every week. One of our favorite sponsors, Ten Oak, is on... Colorado Street between 4th and 5th in the Warehouse District in the old Cuba Libre building. It's impossible to miss. There's, it's always filled up with all kinds of, all kinds of classy dudes and beautiful <laughs> ladies. People kind of kicking back, having the, you know, sipping on some scotch, getting a burger. Uh, every now and then the freaking, uh, our very own trash man will go in there and try and talk his way into getting a free Twinkie. <laughs> You know, it's a, it's a, it's I had a gentleman give me a, a free. What was it? A, a free. I, <laughs> hey, the one guy, the trash man, is the one guy in the world who can score a free drink off a strange man. That is just. I mean, you've you've heard about you've heard about you've heard about it happening happening with females all the time. A strange dude. It's kind of and I kind of hey, and I kind of like this free Long Island Ice Team music. I don't know if that's I don't know if that's what that music. Is. <laughs> and he's just shaking his head at me across the window as usual. Oh, I can't help it. I must look pretty good in my um, in my baseball cap. I don't know. It's 10 Oak. Go, go, go definitely check them out.
Definitely one of our favorites. Uh, another Texas favorite right now is the Houston Texans. We have Carolina at the Texans today. Uh, I would say we're we're down across the board on the Panthers' skill players while we still absolutely love Arian Foster. He is a fantasy football stud. But I will say, though, if you have Cam Newton, you have to roll with him. He's yeah. a must-start every yeah. week. And I'll also say this, is that Carolina has been a a, a ragdoll that, that opposing runners have been beating up on. All season, you know, it's as far as as far as the running back matchup on the season. It's the number two matchup on the season. Last five weeks, it's number five on the season. But in the last three weeks, it's been a stark difference. They're the set or the eighth worst in the last three weeks. So that's something to keep in mind. I don't think it matters for Arian Foster. He's the best pure runner in the league, or Ben Tate for that matter. Yeah, and Ben and Ben Tate. No one in the league has has a higher average of twenty yard runs, and nobody in the league has more yards after contact than Ben Tate. So. What about wide receivers in this game on the, for the Texans? I don't know. You're the one who always hates Jacoby Jones. Do you still hate him? <laughs> I still hate Jacoby Jones. I who's riding shotgun in the dump truck this week. <laughs> Although I mean, because Kevin Walter, he's he's a little gimpy this week. He's a little iffy. I mean, he'll play, but you have to think that with him being a little bit hurt, that well, I think in that case they're just going to go to their tight ends. Yeah, more. I was going to say I love the tight Joel ends. Dreesen. I don't love Jacoby Jones any week. We we've seen this season, last season, any time that AJ is out. Uh, we, we think Jacoby Jones is going to come in yeah. and have a big game, and he never does. Yeah. I just don't see that happening. If you look at targets from last week, Kevin Walter had 10, Owen Daniels had 10. I just think that pretty much everybody else is stepping up besides Jacoby Jones. If he does have a good game, it's going to be off of one or two you know, big trick plays probably. I'd like to mention in this game, too, that we here at Roster Watch have done a little bit of changing of our tune as far as Owen Daniels since TJ Yates has gotten in there. Yeah, I mean, before we wouldn't even rank Owen Daniels in our top 25, and we were killing our tight ends because, you know, everybody else had him always ranked as their eighth, ninth tight end. And all these weeks, we put up these 30 yard, 40 yard stinkers with Joel Dreesen getting all the touchdowns. We still like Dreesen, but yeah, we he's just. Still getting touchdowns. We just changed our tune a little bit on Owen Daniels as it appears that Yates has been going to him more and more often. All right, we have the Lions at the Oakland Raiders and what's turning out to be very close to, if not a must-win game for the Raiders. Uh, I think it's going to be tough. I think they do have a chance. I love all of the Lions' skill players today. It's a little bit of a cluster at running back. We'll sort that out here in a, in a bit. Uh, Michael Bush, on paper, has a good matchup. He's looked To me, he's looked a little bit... a. a just a little bit beat up or dinged up or something lately, just not quite the same, not quite as explosive. And then Indomitian Sue is back in that game. Do you, what are you guys' thoughts on that one? Yeah, he's ready to stomp on some fools. <laughs> he did, will too. Did you did you guys hear about why about his explanation about why why he did that? No, I saw the headline, but I did. He finally read it. came out and said it. Basically, he was. I forgot the name of the of, of the rookie offensive tackle he was going up against, but his position coach told him he he was so worried about you know Sue getting this guy up in the head that he said, "Listen, don't worry about it. Just take care of him. But whenever you're down in the pile, every time you get down there, just make sure and untie his shoelaces." <laughs> <laughs> just so he could keep his mind <laughs> off it, you know. And so this guy was, you know, focusing on just doing that, and he wasn't getting up all in the head about Sue. But Sue got up in the head about it big. He got his shoelaces untied six or seven times. He was screaming on the sidelines, and when he went back in, he stomped the dude. <laughs> I thought it was awesome. Oh my lord, that's that that's crazy. That's a hilarious <laughs> yeah, story. Yeah, it's crazy. But, I'd like to believe that story. 
Well, hey. going to choose to. Believe it. Believe coach. it. We got Denarius Moore coming back this week. He's always a threat to make a big play, and he's going to be a big help to going to be a big help to Carson Palmer. Is they they got to keep the wheels on because Tebow's certainly keeping the wheels mm-hmm. on. It's going to be hard this week for him against New England. What about the running backs, guys, for Detroit? What's the situation there? What do y'all think? Well, for me, I place them in this order: Kevin Smith, Keelan Williams, Maurice Morris. If Kevin Smith is uh, if Kevin Smith is available, and which all signs point to him being available, he's practiced this week. Uh, the the Raiders are giving up like 5.8 yards per carry, and Kevin Smith looks like he had, he's had an unbelievable burst since returning to the lineup uh, in Week Nine. So. Yeah, I like Kevin Smith here in this game as well. But you know, one thing we have to remember is we thought he was good, you know, the last time he got injured and came back, and, and he, he just w- got and, injured again, and 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 he was amazing for a half. For a half, yeah, he looked he was he was looking like really. Really awesome. good. Awesome. Yeah, while, while hurt, actually. Yeah. But it just it made it tough for him to play the whole game. Right, I'm just saying, I just hope he can actually finish the game out. Probably yeah, some type of timeshare there, but if, I mean, I'm going against Kevin Smith today, and I hate it. It's it's He could have a, a good game at worst. I think he's got, you know, at least probably six or seven points in him. Uh, to help the Raiders try to keep pace in that division, thankfully we have Tom Brady going to visit the Rocky Mountains in Denver. Uh, he's going to go try to toss it around up there in that high altitude. Hopefully, uh, take these Broncos out for me since I am a little <laughs> bit of a Raiders homer. A little bit. Uh, but we do, you know, we do. I know Dorian and I in this game happen to like Demarius Thomas. I did a, a bunch of research on this last night. You might want to go to rosterwatch.com and uh, see why he'd be a good play for your team if you're in a pinch this week. Um, is there anybody else that you guys really like in this game this week, or who would y'all recommend? I like Aaron Hernandez, the Patriots. Deion Branch is out for this week, listeners. Uh, so I think to step up, they're you know they're gonna have some playmakers, and I think Aaron Hernandez. He's a guy who can stretch the field. He's a guy who can go deep, and I think they'll use him it's, in a lot of big plays. It's got to happen one week. I hope this, this is the I week. Think, I think this is the one. I'm going against Gronkowski too, <laughs> and I'm a Tom Brady owner, so that's like go, that'll I'm be go, my miracle I'm going this against, week. Uh, Gronkowski's on Amos Lee's team too. I'm going against him as well. You and I'll be big Aaron Hernandez fans. I'm not today. going against Gronk, but I have Aaron Hernandez on my bench. I still don't think I want to play him just because I got Jimmy Graham too, but. Uh, you know, it's, it'd be nice to see the production out of it. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to Roster Watch. My name is Alex Dunlap. I'm here with Byron Lambert and Dorian Colbert, the trash man on the other side of the glass. As always, we have Eddie Cross. We're going to be coming back right back after this, going over some more of these matchups, and then talking about what's most important to us, our personal fantasy <laughs> matchups. Streaming live at ESPNAustin.com. This is 104.9 The Horn, Austin's FM Sports Talk. And AM 1260. And we are back, Austin, Texas. This is Roster Watch. It's the semifinals of your fantasy football playoffs. We are going to help you get a win this week. My name's Byron Lambert. I'm here with the trash man, Dorian Colbert. My good buddy with the stylish leather jacket, Alex Dunlap. <laughs> we are Roster Watch. We are top 10 in the world in our rankings, part of the Fantasy Pros Expert Consensus Rankings. Visit us at rosterwatch.com. Check out our rankings. Make sure you get your best players in to get a win this week to make that money. And call us, 447-ESPN, 447-3776, or hit us on the text line, 337-ESPN. We had a couple more matchups here we wanted to get through, and then I think we're going to 
spend a little time looking at all of our individual fantasy interests here in the semifinals. Hopefully we can squeeze out a couple wins between the Roster Watch team this year. <laughs> I, li- I like the fact that we're all in the playoffs. Though. Yeah, and, and, and at least we're not playing each other. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't be as friendly in here this morning. Oh, right. Uh, so we have Jets at Eagles. All I have written here in my notes is LaShawn McCoy and who the heck knows what else. Because <laughs> I don't know what to expect in this game. It's hard to know what to expect. It really is. Um, you know, with with Shady McCoy, he's a guy that you love, and he's on pace to score 22 touchdowns this year. He's been unbelievable, and so you love him. The whole issue with him last year was that he did not get the he didn't really get as many as many red zone touches as, he, as he's getting now. Now with that with Mike Vick not scoring a rushing touchdown all season, it's been the opposite of the Cam Newton effect. He's been the absolute beast at the goal line. You got to get him in there every week. As far as the rest of these guys, Macklin is still he's still acting a little hurt, but he's going to go, and he's going to get a little more action, I think, with uh, with D. Jax on Revis Island this week. Is D. Yo, D. Jax is on Revis Island? I yeah. thought he was just on. I thought he was just on <laughs> his Mal- own island. I thought he was just on Malcontent <laughs> Miscreant Island. But that, that that's more of a permanent more of a permanent residence for him. Hey, if somebody pays him, he'll be on Fantasy Island. Well, he'll be on. Well, he's not going to get paid near as much after this season as he would have previously. That's for sure. But like I said, I think Macklin will have a nice little game uh, filling in all those gaps. How about the how how about the All Star four touchdown per game, Mark Sanchez? Yeah, I mean, it makes you it makes you kind of sick. Yeah, what is it? <laughs> just, you know, it. what what's what's he been on? What's he been? Well, taking? so can he keep it up this week? I mean, do which out if you have to pick one of those receivers, who do you want out of the Mark Sanchez arsenal? You know, Santonio Santonio <laughs> Holmes has been coming on as of late. Uh, Sanchez is getting a little less reliant on Plaxel. Plaxico Burris, because you know he feels like he can actually make some of those throws to these other players, and been getting DK Dustin Keller tied in a little bit more involved as of late. So yeah. DK still on my bench this week for Fasano, because he still had like a two or three pointer <laughs> last week. It's about yeah. as involved as he gets. Except, right, right. Some of the one week he's do sit him, he gets eighteen points. Right. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know the running backs. I mean, LT had a had a nice little game. He's looked all right. Sean Green's been solid. I guess you got to roll with Sean Green if you got him there. The Eagles have been pretty pitiful against the run this year, so yeah. Sean Green, he's one of these players consistently near the end, you know, of the season starts to come on. And my little aside here is that you know Plaxico Burris says that he he has stuck to the habit that he developed during his jail time, and he he really enjoyed. what habit was that? He, he, <laughs> He really, Can we he, talk about he really, it on air? He really well, enjoys he, breakfast at five thirty a.m. and, and you, lunch you at know, ten. And your cell all alone, you got you got to find a way to pass the time. So he 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 really found a penchant for reading, and he says he really enjoys to do that when whenever he has a few spare minutes. Oh, he's a renaissance man. Now. Well, give, well, he sure give, is. Him him and Larod Stevens Howling should get together and write some poems. <laughs> okay, the defensive play of the week. Here we go. It is the Arizona Cardinals at home against the. Can can we get a sound of a bird of prey? <laughs> is there any Let kind me say of this squawk? Again. The Arizona Cardinals at home defensive play of the week against the Seneca Wallace 
led Cleveland Browns. <laughs> there he is. He swoops <laughs> in. <laughs> swoops in. Right when he hears Seneca Wallace. Hey, you hear that and you look up. Uh, you yeah, look and that sound it. pierces your yeah. soul. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's who we love. We have the we have uh, Arizona ranked as our number three defensive this week. They're a waiver wire defense that you can go pick up. I did. We, we think they have upside to be the number one defense and special teams play of the week. They have big play guys. Um, on, Across every across every defensive position, and the Colts with Seneca Wallace, or, or I'm sorry, the Browns <laughs> with Seneca Wallace have have looked absolutely have looked absolutely dreary. So we'll see how things go, but I really love Air, the Arizona defense this week. I also love Beanie Wells. Hey, honestly, I think Seneca Wallace might be a little step up. Well, I was going to say, McCoy. you know, if you do remember, you, you don't want to start Seneca Wallace for a stretch of games, but you do remember <laughs> it feels like in his career when he comes in for that one game of spot duty, and he's always been a Mike Holmgren guy, was back in Seattle too. True, true. He comes in and he's pretty serviceable, and sometimes he's that change of pace backup that you know, there's a little bit of a lightning in a bottle there for a little bit. Uh, and it is a tough division game. So, and I think we're still talking about John's, is it John Skelton? No, it's Kevin Cobb this week. Or is it Skelton? It's Skelton. No, it's going to be Skelton. Yeah, it's The return be Skeleton. of Skeletor. The return of Skeletor. <laughs> the maintenance. And, you know, Seattle's def- defense is no punk. So it's going to be, uh, it still could be a decent game. I mean, Cle- and so the other thing I noticed was that I thought Larry Fitzgerald matchup was better than it had been on paper. And I'm sorry, I want, I, I want to correct myself. It's the Cleveland defense. And I noticed that their pass defense has been declining steadily the last five and three weeks. Yeah, they haven't, they Jay, haven't been as Hayden's good. Hayden's tired of trying to bail his team out. Maybe. I mean, hey, hey Hayden is an elite talent, and he's not anybody who you, who you want your number one wide receiver facing. That being said, they they just have simply not looked as good, you know. So I, I I I man, this is the fantasy semifinals. If you got Larry Fitzgerald, he's been a big part of the reason that you're here. You got to keep rolling with him unless you have just some other really elite option. Yeah, although if you do have Andre Roberts, early Doucette, I think those are guys who you could stick in your flex in a pinch, especially with someone like Fitzgerald being covered by Hayden. It's going to leave it's going to leave your other wide receiver positions open uh, because the other Browns offenders really aren't that good. So I actually like early Doucette, Andre Roberts. They've been they've been really actually pretty serviceable the last few weeks, eight nine point games. The trash man speaketh. Like I like Doucette. I think that's a good mention. I think that, that I think that's a great mention. Actually, that's a, that's worth a look see this morning if you're in a pinch. Uh, and then we have on Monday night we got a great game. It's going to be uh, Pittsburgh at San Francisco, and it should be a tough, tough game. It it's almost like now we get almost like another Steelers Ravens game out of this. It almost feels like a little bit, you know, a tough defensive type game. Uh, we're pretty sure Big Ben's going to go. He has a penchant for the for the dramatic. You know, he loves being a little hobbled out there and coming through like Joe Montana. Um, so. If you well, have like him, between Frankenstein meets Joe Montana. Let me just say that, and, and this is something that I that I wrote in my NFL beat column for the Chronicle this week that comes out on Thursdays. Uh, and and it's 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 something that I've written about, you know, even previously back in week four of the season, when Big Ben's mobility is impaired and he loses his signature escapability. There's two things that I notice happening the most. One, he does not target Mike Wallace as frequently. The second thing is. 
He goes to his old standbys. He goes with his quick, hot reads to his tight end and his possession receiver in Heinz Ward. He tries to stay upright, and he tries to get those throws out with the, with the quicker drops. If his mobility is impaired, which it will be, it's a high ankle sprain, to me it increases the value of tight end Heath Miller and wide receiver Heinz Ward. Hey, Jericho Cotchery, too. Uh, I, like, I like the kickers. For both of these teams in this game, if you if if you if you we're if talking you, if you kickers, kicker. <laughs> that's how much we care about your team. If you need a kicker, you know you don't know who to go with. This is going to be probably a, it's going to be a hard game to score touchdowns in. David Akers will not be available in your league because he's been a stud kicker. Sweezum might be. Sweezum should be. Sweezum, but you know what? The, the thing should be available. every time I think Sweezum has a good matchup and I give him a decent ranking, he always has like a four pointer. Right. But I can see what Dorian's saying here. So they're not going to get the run going. Hey, here's the thing. Also, fantasy owners do not start Richard Mendenhall. I was just going to say I'm absolutely 100 percent back to hating Richard Mendenhall. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> get uh, hey hey he's got he's got googly eyes and dance moves. <laughs> We 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 love that much about him. As far as his matchup, we hate it. The 49ers, as we all know, haven't allowed a 100-yard rusher in 35 games and not a rushing touchdown this season. Rashard Mendenhall is not going to be the guy to change that. There has to be some sort of record. Uh, well, the record or close to the record will be next year once once they get to where the Ravens were in the in the uh, late 1990s or early, early yeah, 2000s. I remember that. Well. well we're going to be coming back on the other side. We're going to have the tr- we're going to have the trash man. We're going to talk a little bit about our fantasy uh all, you know, our fantasy conundrums and and various things that we're working on. Quandaries. This is Roster Watch call us 447ESPN 447-3776. We are streaming live at espnaustin.com. This is 1049 the Horn, Austin's FM Sports Talk and AM 1260. It's time to wake up, Austin, Texas. This is Roster Watch, brought to you by RosterWatch.com. My name is Alex Dunlap. I am here with the Trash Man. I'm What's here up? with Byron Lambert. I'm here with Eddie Hola. Cross. We, as always, are here to tell you everything you need to know about your fantasy football team. This is Roster Watch, and these are the fantasy football semifinals. I need to let you know that RosterWatch.com has been booked to cover the Under Armour Senior Bowl this year. The Senior Bowl is attended by over 800 NFL GMs, head coaches, assistant coaches, scouts, front office personnel from all 32 teams. We're going to be telling you who all the prospects that you need to watch for the draft are, guys who can make a difference on your fantasy team next season. We're going to be there live, personal, interviewing these guys, finding out who is who could be a guy you might want to keep off your team because they act a little bit, you know, act act a little strange, have a little bit of a weird kind of googly eyes, so in, anything like <laughs> that. Too many dance, we're gonna, too many dance we're gonna, moves. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go that deep in detail for you. So make sure and stay tuned to rosterwatch.com this whole month. We're gonna be doing player evaluations. We're gonna be doing player spotlights, and then of course during game week we're gonna be coming to you live. Reporting on behalf of the Austin Chronicle and here uh, at 104.9 FM, The Horn. So the favorite part of my drive here every every Sunday morning is getting to drive right there on on Ben White, right before we get into 360 and getting to see just one of our favorite local Austin icons. That is straight music. It's an icon. I'm here with two local celebrities and musicians. <laughs> Each and every one of us loves straight music. Clint Strait, he's a great guy. It's a family business. They treat you right over there. They are having a huge holiday blowout sale right now. Parents, give the gift of music. Give the gift of music. 
get over to Straight Music. They have just terrific pack holiday packages. You can get drum sets, guitar sets, keyboard packages. I mean, the keyboard packages start at one twenty nine. You can get a Fender. And the whole rig for your kids to start jamming out right there on Christmas Day for one ninety nine. Or whole drum set. Whole for drum less than set. Four hundred dollars. Start a hey, whole kit for less than four hundred. Yeah, huh? that's pretty insane. Buy stock in Advil. Yeah. You'll need it. You'll need it. <laughs> you will need it. Let's get some earplugs. If you Do want my parents. If you want if you if you want something more melodic, you know, you can always steer your kids towards some kind of piano. They are a Yamaha dealer here in town. So we want everybody to know, just visit Straight Music. They got a location in Cedar Park and over here on Ben White. And, and visit on, them on, uh, on, online at straightmusic.com. Uh, oh, no. Oh, my God. It's the, it's the trash, man. I see he Santa, has, Santa he has a, jumping around in the he back. Has a, he, has a suit on, he has a blue suit and his yellow gloves. <laughs> Smell like an outhouse wrapped in pig intestines. This is disgusting what we're smelling. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here in the ESPN Radio Austin studios with the one and only rosterwatch.com trash man. Those aren't reindeer. Those are a couple of mangy dogs. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's not Dancer and Prancer and Vixen. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm bringing good tidings, though. Well, it's a trash can. Well, it, let's let's see what you're going to pull out of this, and let's see if we call them glad tidings or not. All right, so let's run through these. Uh, so the way I did my garbage grab this week, I had tier one players and tier two players. Tier one players being players that uh, I think you're going to have a little more luck with. Those are the ones towards the top of the trash. The top heap. of the trash heap, but right. you know they're all still kind of trashy. You can kind of dust them off and maybe eat them. <laughs> they're still they're all of these players. <laughs> By the way, are owned in less than thirty percent of leagues. So here goes nothing. Uh, wide receivers, tier one. First, we have Demarius Thomas. I don't know why he's owned in less than thirty percent of leagues because he's the number one wide receiver in Denver, and he's gone off for the past two. Well, really, the past two three. games that he started. Two, uh, yeah, almost three. Really, well, one hundred forty-four yards right. with seven receptions last week. Seventy-eight yards with four receptions the week before. Three touchdowns total. Right. So we got him, and we also have Golden Tate. Uh, Baldwin, probably owned in your league. I think Golden Tate's still a guy that you can roll with. Then we have Devin Aroma should do. Aroma should do. Aroma should do. Dorian's better with the French last name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but he's he's been a target hog there in Minnesota. A lot of people haven't been paying attention uh, because he's not owned in very many. The yardage at all. is there every week. A touchdown, and he really gets you a nice game, and he, it's possible he, he could help you out this week. And then we have rounding the tier one receivers out. We have Kevin Walter, the Texans. Tier two, uh, a couple Green Bay guys, Randall Cobb, Donald Driver, are probably available in your leagues and could step up. In the absence of Greg Jennings, also if Eddie Royal, the Broncos, he'll be back. You know he could some, get some action there in the slot. Kyle Williams of the Forty Niners, he's kind, he's kind of you know taking the place of, I mean, well, t- taking the place that Brendan Edwards was supposed to have on that offensive and, and a lot deep. faster. Yeah, and then Jacoby Jones, the Texans. If you, you know if 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 you really gotta play somebody. The, the trash man's his the, his the favorite his favorite rule of the culinary arts <laughs> is that you can literally just cut the mold off of some stinky <laughs> cheese and eat the rest of the cheese. Yeah, 
the yeah, trash Jacoby man, Jones is some, the freaking, our very own Dorian. <laughs> it's, a, it's a little trashy, though. Uh, running back, <laughs> tier one, Chris Ivory of the Saints. I think he's gonna get. I think he's gonna get his share of action today. Also, Donald Brown. He didn't have a great uh, game last week, but that was against Baltimore. I think you know I'll have a little easier sledding against the Titans. And then Khalil Bell. You know, I think that Lovey Smith may be a little bit worried about Marion Barber and his ability to hold on to the ball, or his I ability <laughs> to whether or whether or not to get out of bounds at crucial right, points. Right, some, some questionable decision making. So I think Khalil Bell he's going to get a little more action this week. Tier two, we have Lance Ball. If Denver gets behind in the Patriots game, they're going to revert to their passing game, passing situation, and Lance Ball is always in on those passing downs. Also, we have John Kuhn. Uh, the Packers, you know, could get a sneaky little touchdown, go on, go on touchdown or two, and then Ricky Williams, Baltimore, tight ends, tier one, Anthony Fasano, Mercedes Lewis, he started to come on again, and Evan Moore there in Cleveland, um, with Ben Watson not playing, tier two, Joel Dreesen, one of our favorites here on the show, always good for a touchdown or two, and Ed Dixon of the Ravens. Now for quarterbacks. I like T.J. Yates. He's shown that he can actually, you know, produce in these games, and I think he'll be able to do that against Carolina. Also, Matt Moore, he's been solid this season. And then John Skelton, who's also been pretty serviceable. Tier 2, Kyle Lorton. It looks like he's going to start there for Kansas City. Great uh, matchup. You, you don't you don't really love Orton, but it is a great matchup. Alex made me rank him this week. There's a chance. <laughs> There's a chance. He's, There's a chance. He's getting his second shot at Green Bay. He's one of the only few to get one. And then Seneca Wallace to the Browns. You know, who knows? If you if 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 you're really desperate and you and you need somebody to take a chance on, he might be worth a start. Also, defenses are throwing a couple in there. Arizona, like we talked about. You know, maybe maybe the top defense this week, and then Miami, always tier one in our book. Upper decks, Austin, Texas, Riverside, Barton Springs, a million TVs, great service, uh, beautiful outside patios with a huge screen outside when the weather's nice. Uh, we're always up there watching games. We're doing our fantasy basketball draft there this week. Uh, they got a great facility for for having drafts, having parties. <laughs> All the outlets. They have outlets for all your computers. If you're guys like us that need to have your laptops around and kind of geek out a little bit, it's a great place to go. The Wi-Fi is great. They have the awesome new touchscreen tables with the video games and everything like that. It's three decks of fun. Uh, you, all the best food. It's right there at the corner of uh, Riverside and Barton. Yeah, Springs. and the parking's easy, easy. It's a great part of town. It won't break the bank. Food's great. So everybody check them out. Uh, upper decks, we love them. I am facing Amos Lee for my semifinal game this week, and i got to decide between getting in Mike Wallace or putting in Kevin Smith. I like Kevin Smith. More than Wallace, just because you're not sure if Big Ben's hurt? Uh, Yeah, Wallace just hasn't been as good. I like the matchup for Kevin Smith. It's a and- must win. Amos Lee's Millennium Ducats are formidable. <laughs> I think roll them. I'm I'm trying to decide between Demarius Thomas and Willis McGahee and my flex. I think it'll kind of depend on how I'm standing by that 315 game. But I'm leaning towards Thomas because it's the playoffs and I want to go big. Hey, you know something I wanted to throw out there too with the garbage grab that I noticed this this week is Sammy Morris got quite a bit of action for the Cowboys last night. Look out for him next week if you're in a deep deep league where you need a, a sleeper.
I like it. Mom, I love you. Ladies and gentlemen, we are Roster Watch. Visit us at rosterwatch.com. Follow us on Twitter at rosterwatch. Keep up keep up with us as we're getting everything we're hyped up for the senior bowl. Good luck today. This is Roster Watch. See ya.